friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat 3 Ring Adventure. I'm your G-Man host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, we start the role-playing section of the podcast. That's right, if you're into role-playing and you're into parties, you're going to have a lot of fun. Actually, to be serious, this is one of the funniest episodes I think we've done in a very, very long time. For the next couple of weeks, actually... We are doing a lot of role-playing, we're going to do a lot of character development, we're going to do a lot of circus stuff. You'll see, the main story is going to come into play, but as I said before, book one was really set up of the world, of the environment, of the characters, and the relationships. We were just getting that established. Book two is now where we're going into the main arcs. And... For those of you back at home wondering how I do this, so I break this out into main stories. And you're going to clearly see these now that you're aware of them, of how we're going to go through and look at each of these stories throughout the rest of the podcast. And we have multiple main stories. We have the PC stories. Each of them have their own stories, slash, some of them are sort of combined. We have, obviously, Hap's story of what is she exactly? Is she human? Is she not human? We're not exactly sure. We have Darius' story with his tattoo. We have Alhara and Atron's stories, which will come into focus later. We haven't gotten into those yet. Right now we're really hitting two of the main arcs, and that's something you want to do. You kind of want to layer the arcs and go back and forth between the main stories. We have the main story for this book itself, and that is the PCs versus the Celestial Menagerie, and that is also going to be coming into play. And that is a story you could expect to sort of wrap up by the end of this book. That's sort of how these stories are layered upon each other. And then finally we have, quote, the main story for all the books and the entire adventure path, which no one is even sure of, but I promise you we're getting there very soon. Everything's going to be laid out. It's going to be a big aha moment, and you're going to know exactly what the hell they're doing here. What are they doing? Why are they trying to hunt down these Zolgaths? What are they trying to do? And so forth. So all of that is going to be laid bare. So what are we doing right now? Well, right now we're doing the role-playing section of the podcast. So right now we're kind of past the adventure part. You know, they went around, they killed everything. The forest is more or less clear and they have about two weeks before they need to put on the show. And they really can't do much before the show gets put on because they're not really trusted in town. So with that time, we're able to explore the PC story and the Celestial Menagerie story. The main story is going to have to wait a little, but that's on purpose. You need to layer these things and sort of stagger them. And all of you who watch, you know, anything like Game of Thrones or any movie, you know, it's like this is all one of these things like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You've heard this before. And if you ever take 
film writing classes or script writing classes like this is basically how all storytelling is told the way i think of it is we have the super long-term arc that's the main story arc that goes from book one to book six you have the book arc which is the arc within each book and in this case it's celestial menagerie investigating the zolgas clearing out and getting the show up in Escadar. So that's the arc for this book itself. And then for the PCs, you're going to see their stories interweave. One person will become front and center. Maybe it's Hap, Darius, and Alhara right now. Maybe next book will go into more of Ataran's story. Maybe a little bit more of Alhara's story and so forth. But not everything is going to be shown at once because then it's too much. It's overkill and then you get like all dizzy in the head. So do keep that in mind when you're listening to this week's episode and you'll start to see like as I'm putting down the chess pieces, what is happening? Like, oh, I see what's going on and it's it will make more sense. And for those who are curious, do I plan this? Like how much of this is planned? I plan it in the sense that I have general beats. I have main story points that I want to hit. But how we get from A to B is kind of just made up on the fly. Like everything you're going to be hearing, almost everything in this week's episode just happened organically. And I had no idea what Lauren was doing. In fact, Lauren... She is the opposite of organic. She is super organic. Okay, that's not the opposite. But you know what I mean. Like, she goes in directions that I couldn't even guess what she was doing. And she's doing things, and I am just there along with the ride. Even I don't know what's going on. Eventually, it goes somewhere that it all makes sense. But, whoo, that girl has some brain on her, let me tell you. I will also mention that these were probably the funniest episodes we've had Maybe ever. I mean, definitely of the circus, but maybe of all the podcasts because they get really, really goofy. They just get really, really silly. And it's just it's just fun. That's the other reason is that you can't just have fighting all the time. Fighting can be mentally draining. Eventually, people get bored of anything, though. You have too much fighting. People want to do role playing. You do too much role playing. People want to go back to fighting. So I try to balance it. And right now, role play. Don't worry. We're getting back to the fighting, and they're going to get their asses kicked with the fighting picks up. Trust me. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So one thing I do want to mention is that if you are interested in RPG Superstar, just go to the Patreon. I'm putting up pictures and backgrounds of all the monsters, and I'm doing it on Patreon because why not? I just thought, why not? Just put it there. It has the ability. Uh, If you're a patron, you will get them a little bit early. Otherwise, anyone can see them. You just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com. You can check out all the pictures, check out the history behind the monster, why it looks like the way it was, what we were thinking when we were creating the the artwork. The monsters themselves are written by the winners and the superstars. I'm just going to give you the history of why we made the monster look the way it does. And we sort of used the, you know, obviously the stats from the monster. We talked it over internally. Sometimes we even talked it over with the author and then created the monster artwork based on that. So check that out. We're going to do at least one a week. And if you're a patron, you'll get them early. And that's something else. For five bucks now, it used to be ten, but for five bucks, you can listen to the show. We record each show once a week. And you can listen to it live and see exactly what we're up to. You can chat with us, talk to us. It's a lot of fun, so make sure you check that out. Also, do check out the Discord channel. We're about to start an online convention very soon. 
they have two or three really big online conventions and we do something like a hundred tables at a time with these online conventions they're getting bigger and bigger especially now they're they were really getting big before covid but now they're even bigger so just go to discord.rollforcombat.com you're going to see there's going to be sign-up sheets you can play starfinder pathfinder first or second edition everything you name it you'll be able to do that that's coming out very soon and you'll be able to find the online convention and all the information on the discord channel and as for the names of these conventions that would probably help we have what's called outpost outpost 4 is going to be coming up it usually starts early february and goes to mid-april it's usually about 10 weeks and in this case i'm looking right now specials pfs1 pfs2 and starfinder and then in september to november we have play by post game day 10 and that is same thing specials pf1 pf2 and starfinder and that's 10 weeks too so be on the lookout for where you can sign up for those tables and play online anyhow with that let's get to this week's exciting episode Last where we left off, you managed to clear the forest. It's all clear. All you gotta do now is not get eaten by a greater bar guest and clear out the forest and put on a show. That's it. It's actually a pretty easy session as far as I can tell. This is I'm just gonna sit back, relax, not have to do anything, because I'm sure nothing is going to go wrong. It's just going to be smooth sailing because, you know, why would anything go wrong? I I'm sure we could just cut right to the show. But, you know, just for fun, let's just pretend. We'll just go through the motions of actually, you know, setting up the show and taking care of it because why not? So anyhow, you have... Did you even rest yet? I don't even know what day you're on because you had 14 days from the day you came here. And then you kept exploring, and then you wouldn't stop exploring, and then you still wouldn't stop exploring, and then did you go to sleep and wake up? I think you did. We're on the second day, right? Whoever's calendar master, Vanessa? I don't think we decided what we did after the burning centipede incident. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. No, but before the burning centipede incident, was that... The first we day did or the second day? We did do a sleep. Okay, so this is so you're on the second day. I couldn't remember. So you're on the second day. So you're on day two. So that's it. I mean, you really can't start the advertising until one week out. And you can just, I don't know, what do you want to do? You have kind of some time to kill. Well, I'm confused. What day did we, what day did we start book two? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Veris, the amazingly agile Alhara. A half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Because we did our show, ending book one, basically, on Gozer in the Seventh, Toil Day. Um, and I don't really know how long did it take us to get... Three days. Or how much downtime? Two days? Three days. Three days. Yes. So how many days okay. are before the show? Well, it was three days, and then you had to... Then you had two weeks to perform and clear out. So it was a lot easier if you, you know... You could have had less time if you didn't do such a good job of convincing the constable. So it's, I don't know what day you arrived so we here. got like 12 days. So now you have, right. So as of today, like you have, days. 
Well, no, you have, if you count, you, you, you had the 14th day, yeah. now 13 days to the show. So you have 13 days okay. to show time right now. Today and 12 more days. Yes. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can't start advertising until seven days out. So just to just to make this efficient, are we going to talk about what we want to do day by day, or are we going to go like overall? This is what we're going to do, or will we even do like in the first week. You know, you could probably. I would say probably tell me what you want to do the first week before you prepare for the show, because for the show preparation, that you actually have downtime activities, six days of downtime activities where you could actually, first of all, you have to decide if you're going to be buying advertisements for the show. The other thing you have to decide is if you're going to go drum up excitement in town, and Mm -hmm. that takes two days per time you do that. And that actually can work out pretty well, because you've never had six full days of downtime. I mean, heck, you can just do six full days of generating excitement for the show if you wanted to. Well, we have more than that. Like we have seven full days that we can't use for like for like uh preparatory stuff. The seventh day doesn't count. The seventh day is actually the show. So you oh, okay. it's it's like a little No, I mean like before that though. Like before yeah, yeah, the yeah. six circus days, we have just seven downtime days. Correct. You have exactly so right now you have uh well six six downtime days before the show, and then you have six seven days to prepare for the show and then you have the show so that is the general gist vanessa has the uh, i know you have the exact calendar so you can figure that out and you know how the show works so you tell me Mm -hmm. i'm being pretty you know free here of how you want to handle this i'm not going to make it for the first week just give me some general idea what you want to do and then for the second week we just do day by day because you might want to do things like day one and two we're going to go into town and advertise day three we might want to do this i do have a very first day of this downtime block activity i need to be doing very first day okay so we're at like a half moon right now if anyone cares about the light and it's going to be a new moon in about a week or waning uh, also coming up on Wheel Day in just a few days is Tax Fest, a very important Abadar. Uh, and a couple days after that is Alhara's birthday. <gasps> really? So, so that's, her birthday's this week? This week, coming up on Gozrin the 17th. How many days away is that? Uh, from right now, I assume it's the 12th, which is a Sunday, because okay. uh, we, we cleared out a bunch of lurking dangers, and now we haven't rested or anything on the second day of clearing things out. Um, and it's on the 17th? Yeah, that gives us okay. five and I have days. two things I need to do on the very first day. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Darius. You better be doing something special for your sister. Wait, if you're twins. Oh, you're not twins. We're not you're twins. Just, you're not twins. When's your birthday, Darius? On a different day. Rob Tremarco is playing Darius Varus. Darius's Daring Destructions. A half-elf monk of the mountain style. Oh, Oh, good save. Oh, that was Serenith, a good save. That was a good Serenith save. the first. So I, I have Hap's birthday set as whenever it is convenient or good for the story for Steve to use it. That's Hap's birthday. That might be coming up this week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, if that's what you want, then then you just, you just say that it's set in stone and I'll prepare like that's what's happening. It'll be the day only Hap is alive. While the rest of us are just like wounded and dying with Zolgas all around us, that can be your birthday. That'd be your birthday. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, Uncanny Otteron's Cauldron of Curious Concoctions, 
a human witch of curses. What a... And then you can burn everything. And we'll just treat them like your candles and sing to you. All right, so does anybody else have things that they need to do on, like, the very first day that we have this session? Yes. Um, I won't go into detail, but um, I am going to prepare for next time things to sell, and Atron plans to do a little probably potion crafting or maybe some alchemy based upon what uh, recipes I have. So I'll figure out some of that, and I can handle it, you know, off session. Mine's going to take a little bit, just a little bit of maybe a little bit of roleplay. So if anybody... Oh, mine's going to take a lot of roleplay. I've got a third thing I need to do. So uh, you, you guys can, wow. you know, get your stuff out of the way. And Fidget and her brothers have formulas for you, uh, Teron. Um, That's my hope. Yeah, lesser and greater leapers elixirs. They have formulas for those. And don't nice. forget also the expanded alchemist lab, which you can use. If you wish. I don't know if they have any others. Those are the ones they definitely have. But if you're not going to do that during the session. Because it does take you four days. And you probably won't need them. So the potions anytime. Yeah, I was planning just a couple like healing potions and the like. um, And to really go over our inventory and see what we might sell in the meantime. So I'll, I'll figure that out. Okay. Well... So, what are you guys going to do? What's going to happen? Give me this Darius? week. Uh-huh. As the rest of the crew is cleaning out the brambles, making it suitable for the big tent, just keeping to themselves, you know, not going into town too much just to get supplies, not to make too much attention to themselves and, uh, you know, make the menagerie upset. If you guys aren't... Are you, if you if you guys aren't going to do any day one stuff, I can go ahead and do it. Go for things. it. But you go first. Do one no, of you your three first. things. Do one of I, your 18 things. And then I we'll now have five ours. things on my list. Oh my no, gosh. no, this is four. So go ahead. No. Oh, well, I get it. I get it. We go back and forth a little bit. Yeah, so it's oh, not okay. the hop show for like three oh, okay. episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So uh, you said, Steve, that some of the circus folks are going into town, right? Just, you know, for little stuff, but not like a lot. You know, just kind of subtly going in town for supplies, yes. right? Yes. I'm going to yep. go with Ahara's- Ahara's joining them. She's got things she needs to do, too. Oh, I'm not going to go with them, then. Ahara's joining... (laughs) Why are you going with them? Come on. No, no, where where are you going? Come back here. What? Oh, no, I don't need anything. You're you're heading over. We're all heading into town. Why don't you come take a look? I wanted to see what everybody was up to. Should I also go? I still have to feed the animals. I forgot to do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't be mad at me. Well, you should come. You you haven't been in a long time, other than when we were here, you know, just running through, talking to city officials. But now we can actually go, you know, check out our old haunts, see if some of those stores and restaurants are still open. I do want to come, but I haven't, you know, I forgot to feed Bard off today. And you know how cranky he gets. I really need to take care of that. I'll go, I'll go next time. Don't, no worries. I'll go next time. Okay. Suit yourself. There are haunted places to see. I would see this. Haunted places? Yes. Does you said there are old haunts. Of, does Alhara know of any haunts? In Eskadar? In Eskadar. Well, haunts as in, you know, places that she likes to hang out and uh, get loopy, or haunts as in ghosts, boo, that sort of stuff. Can I Can I do recall knowledge with society to know if there's any, like, ghost stories around Eskadar? Sure. 
Yeah. Natural 20. God damn it. Nice. <laughs> making me work. <laughs> I love this it. This is the best reason to roll a natural 20 is to give Steven more work. Headless Jim hangs out around the stockades. It wasn't that is su- true. It wasn't supposed to be an execution. He's just supposed to be in the stocks. But one day, the town woke up to find his head mysteriously separated from his body, laying both laying down below the stockades. Nobody ever knew what happened, but the autopsy made it seem like his head had been twisted off in the middle of the night. Well, are you saying Headless Jim? Headless Jim. Was that, was that his Jim. name before he lost his head? No, it was no, just Jim. His name was it was just Jim. I thought it was he was headless Jim, and then the head reappeared on his body, but it wasn't his head. No, 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 Darius, you're getting the story wrong. That's not no, how the story. Goes. I like mine better. That, but that's but stupid. That's... Correct. <laughs> that's not how the story goes. It, but Hop is right. Yeah, there's this this guy that was he was a drunk. Uh, hung around all the time, and then and then he, you know, made he got in trouble for vandalism because he made like a big scene in the marketplace and knocked over a bunch of stalls. So they put him in the stocks for what should have just been overnight, just to you know cool him off, teach him a lesson. And yeah, his head was totally twisted off. This sounds like he was murdered. And get this, it they say like it. they it's say rarely from a fall. The people who get in the same stocks now, they say that if they're there overnight. They can feel a little bit of pressure in their neck as if something's trying to twist it. They think it's Headless Jim trying to do the same to them. What got done to him? If they are in stocks, it would be hard for them to look above them. Well, they didn't They didn't look. That's why it's so challenging. I'm pretty sure the pressure is from the, the fact that they're in the stocks. They can feel... No. Well, I mean, maybe, but that's not what they say. You know, they can say it's like a twisting pressure. So you want to go check it out? Yes. There you go, Steve. I did the work for you. You're welcome. Cool. Where's our Where's our Maui gift? <laughs> what can you're I welcome. say except you're welcome? Actually, I had something. Oh well, let's, I mean, not twenty. We can get more than one story. No, that's, that's okay. True. That's I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay, so this is the book where I wrote most of the back matter. So I actually Ooh. realized, oh, this isn't as hard as I thought because I could just use what I wrote. So headless Jim is pretty good and he's very well known but one that's a little bit lesser well known that the natural 20 managed to get out of you is that you've heard stories of Escadar that the boogeyman actual boogeymen have originated in Escadar and the boogeyman's origins are actually pretty fascinating because anywhere else in the world you hear about boogeymen but little did you know that there's a whole life cycle for boogeymen. In fact, boogeymen stem from bugaboos, and bugaboos stem from bogies. And it's unknown where exactly bogies come from. But if superstitious storytellers are to be believed, then bogies arise from the unfortunate victims that are kidnapped by boogeymen. And according to the tales that you've heard, victims such as small children or the elderly, go missing for months or even years before returning back to Escadar as boogies in the town they once called home. Although now they're pure evil and all they want to do is go back to the loved ones 
trick them into believing they've come back to life, frighten them to death, and then literally devour their soul. And by this act of devouring their soul, the boogies can eventually grow into bugaboos and then eventually grow into boogeyman. And the cycle continues. And this is very well known in Escadar, where there is, well, almost a plethora of these boogies and boogeymen. And because the town watch hasn't been able to find and kill them all, this continues endlessly, where unless you can kill the head vampire, I mean head boogeyman, they just keep finding new victims over and over again. And this is very well known. So make sure you watch your children or your, you know, your elderly parents. You know, don't worry about them so much. They just seem to disappear and turn into boogies. No one well, seems to well, care well, that well, much about them. Is Hap, is Hap still young enough that she what? could be susceptible to yes. the boogies? Okay. Oh, yep. no. Yep. In fact, I got a picture here if you want to see what she's going to turn into, Hap. Oh, I'd love nope. to see. Nope. You can just keep that to yourself. <laughs> a buggy what? A buggy man. Oh, yes. There, that's what that's what you're going to look like, Hap. That's a bogey. Oh, look at him. Look. Oh, look at those sharp teeth. Those, like, gangly sharp teeth and ripped clothing. Oh, I don't like it. What are they holding? Like a, a, oh, God. A, a, severed, a stuffed animal with the head ripped teddy bear. Maybe All right, a so... boogie. Got right, there's there's the uh, boogie man. Oh, I like that guy. Reminds me of a painting I almost bought at Gen Con, and now I regret I didn't buy it. Okay, so good do story, you, Rob. Do you remember that piece of art that was like from Japan, uh, but nobody knew that that's what it was. It yes. just looked like a selfie that was just royally messed up, like of like, yeah. like a woman, and she had like big, big eyes. Like round eyes and like yeah. the black hair. That was actually like a sculpture Ooh. from Japan. Y'all know that y'all y'all know yes. what I'm talking about. Yes, I know, I know exactly. Yes. Yeah. I don't, but it it's sounds a sculpture. Cool. It's um that was so terrifying to me that it literally became a one of my visual hallucinations for like a oh, month. Oh no, don't post a link. I would no, please don't post a link. I, would, I was about to. No, please don't. It, send it to send Rob, it to me. Rob and Vanessa. It, would, it was literally following me around my house for like a month. Please do not send this to me. That is what that the these bugs they look like that to me. These are oh, terrifying. these bugs are they're not as waste. bad, but they're bad. Are you bad. talking about the Momo? Yes, Momo. The it's Momo. Yes. Oh. Yes. Momo. Oh, Momo. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it fractures my brain. I can't handle it. That's what the boogeyman's look like, Momo. I now know of a mask I need to get. They do. They kind of do, and that's what reminded me of it. Anyhow. So you know of that. You know that there's a large number of boogeymen and bogies and boogies in Escadar. And you better hold on to Hap because she might disappear. And you can go to the stockades. And the stockades are more like a tourist attraction at this point. So whether or not that's true, who knows. But it's sort of become a whole thing where people, you know, pose in front of it. And they uh, take magic pictures, however that's done. There's got to be some way to make, take There's magic pictures. There's an artist pictures. who draws you. Really quick. It's like, or prestidigitation. Right. Prestidigitation could do anything. So it's, it's like, like it's like like a heightened prestidigitation. Kind of like 10th yes. level prestidigitation. Yeah, it's like, oh, 10th level you know, prestidigitation. Stand in front of the stockade for five gold and we'll make a picture of you. You know, it's like, uh, it's like the Times Square of Escadar. Instead of posing with the Elmo, you get to pose with the, the stockades. 
if you're real courageous, you can put your head in it, you know? And Alhara tells us about the bogeyman and the bogeys and everything? Sure. Have I ever heard of them? Absolutely. Is that something I can try to recall knowledge on? Just Do you want to also try and get a nat 20 on society? I rolled, you got a 29 on occultism, because that's what they are. They've, they've heard of them. So yeah, as we're going around the stockade, Atron will say, mm, it is unfortunate that this is likely a legend, but the bogeys and the bogeymen are real. They are dangerous creatures and much aligned to the darkness. They are common in some parts of Nightland. Hmm. Hear that, Hap? Better watch out. They're going to come get you. Hap's not here. You guys are at the stockade. Yeah. No. Hap I... did Oh, I thought she came with us. What has gotten into that girl? I do not know. Um, Atron will also use that um, day to do their shopping since they're already in town and also use that day to kind of get a better layout of Escadar since they're probably going to need that information and understanding later when they help promote the circus. Sure. But otherwise spend the day and the time with Alhara. Meanwhile, Alhara is is going to try and like, she wants to keep the low profile and not alert the Celestial Menagerie, but she'll probably lurk around in those areas, seeing if she can catch a glimpse of her father. Um, and if she can't, then she'll probably head over to where the um, where the shrine of Kyrgyz is, which is honestly probably just a gym. Darius would like to stick around with Hap. Maybe Hap is on his shoulders as they walk around and, and buy street food and look for things to buy. Oh, are we going into town together? Would you, li- would you like to? I would like oh, you to God, come with yes. me. Oh, God, yes. Yes, please. I just didn't want to go with Alhara because I need to get her something for her birthday. Same thing. But I have something, but I want to buy something extra. I need to... Yeah, let's go. Let's go. So Eskadar is a pretty large city. It has almost 12,000 people. And this is obviously a a port city, um, a military port city. And it used to be pretty shady when you were here. This place is just filled with gambling dens, brothels, drinking holes, fighting rings, drug the best. houses. The best. <laughs> well, Darius remembers. But um, it's since you've been away, even the... I mean, this started when you were here. But in the last year or so that you've been away, the place has been fairly cleaned up. It's a subtle but noticeable difference that the constable is really working hard, the same one you met with in the beginning. Like, she is making a very strong effort and seems to be making headway of cleaning up Escadar and trying to at least get rid of those nefarious elements from above ground and push them underground. And it seems right. to be working, by the way. So. Oh, look, Hop, now there's an M&M store here. What? That's that's the sign of uh, of cleanup right there. Hey, yeah. there's the M M&M and M store. There's a TGI Fridays. Right. Hey, there's Madame Tussauds. You got to go to Manhattan. That's why. Anyhow, where did you where did you want to look for something for all? I am going to like the um, the apothecary because I want to give Alhara a like a like a, a basket of of health. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, different things to help her workouts and her like oils and 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 different poultices, things that you use in a workout, like herbs to make you strong and oh and yeah, I know and, about that stuff. And like uh, uh, you know, um, 
things for your grips to hold your staff. The chalk. That's you know? such a good idea. I'm gonna make it, but I have something a little special in my my bunk area. But I want to give a little something a little more practical too. Well, after we go there, I need I need to go to the Undertaker. Um, that might what? Yeah, that's I need to go there. What's at the Undertaker that you need for Alhara? Wait, you'll see. I would like. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so sure enough, you find the Bath and Body yeah, Works. Right, exactly. Uh, Escadar Bath and Body Works. That's right. Bath and Body Works is so well known that they managed to get into Pathfinder. There you go. Right. I uh, choose to believe, but it's run by a very sweet gay couple that only got together yes. once they became business partners. <laughs> Wait, we don't even know Hap's birthday. <laughs> Escadar's Creek. I was exactly. just thinking about it. We don't even know her birthday. What? I know her birthday. How can you? How because could you know her birthday? I don't. Under, I don't understand. What She's do you mean? A, she was abandoned at the circus. No. Nobody knows her birthday. I. Hap. Who are you she talking about? She doesn't know her birthday. Wait, who are you talking about? Hap's birthday. We're not talking about. Oh, no, about Alhara. We're talking about. I know, but I know, I know, I know. But I was just thinking. I was like, wait a minute. You know, because we talked about it earlier. And because like, I know your birthday. Yeah, I know, but only you know it. I did, yes, that's I right. Had forgotten, I don't know it. I, I had forgotten it. that only you know it. Yeah, I thought well, I was supposed to know it. No, that know? was a joke. I know your birthday. Okay. See, that's how jokes work. The, you don't get them. All right. Wait, aren't they supposed to be funny? No, they're not. Hardly. Oh, okay. That's a theory I have about jokes. They're supposed to be funny. Well, mine are. I was, uh, I was doing a, a, a <laughs> Lauren joke, which are not funny. Oh. Anyway, oh, okay. sorry. All right. Well, yes. Yeah, so here we are at. Um, it's a path and body works. Path, Pathfinder Body Works. Path and Body Works. <laughs> so Darius will put together like a like a gift basket, like some some soaps, like and invigorating, like um, you know, like incense oils, essential oil type things for like the skin and. For the, like you know, if you have if you're injured, you rub this on it, or if you want to support your your wrists, you have these wraps, you know. So he'll put together a basket of that and things and buy it for Alhara. What else would think she would like? Hap? What about this hat? Like a weird hat with like two goofy flowers on it, and it says Esco on one flower and Dar on the other. I don't know why they're selling this. It's garbage. That's that's just a weird hat with two flowers on it. Should we one buy says it? Esco and one says Dar. Should we buy two hats? I'll wear the Esco hat. You wear the Dar hat. Why? What? What are you doing? I'm now. But now I'm into buying these hats. Why are you into buying these hats? Don't buy those hats. I buy. I buy these hats, and I force Hap to wear one. And thank you. I would buy these gifts for. Okay. Her. I will it, wear it, the hat. Like, it's in like a basket, and it's got like all dried herbs in it and stuff that she can use for poultices and teas. She's not going to know whether to drink it or to rub it on her body. You can do both. That's the beauty of Path and Body Works. There you go. These soaps are delicious. <laughs> Darius is like, I'm going to buy these soaps. Not to wash <laughs> with, but to eat. Uh, I'm mm, going to buy some soaps bacon. in the basket. And then some walking around eating soaps. All right. I'll Darius, hop. please don't eat those soaps. Hap. They look so good. There's nuts in them. Don't. They, they, no. Okay, fine. I'm not going to eat the soaps. Let's go to the Undertaker. Yep, that's that's who I need to talk to. Okay, that's where we're going next. And we go there. Yep. And here we are. Is this Are you sure there's a gift in here you wanted to get? Oh, I didn't say there's a gift in here, but I do need to be here for Ahara. What? 
Steve, I'm are we a, there? I'm I don't know. Lot. I'm waiting to hear sure, from Sure, you're oh, at okay. The Undertaker. Okay. Excuse me, sir. Yes. That's good. Um, I need I need to find someone. I I need to talk to the guy that carves your headstones for you. Yes. You found Does him. Does he work for you, or is he a contractor? No. I usually do them myself, but. I use a little bit of magic to speed up the process. Oh, could I commission you to make something out of stone for me? Interesting. Who died? Oh, goodness. No, nobody's nobody's died. It's her birthday, and it's really important to me, and I want to get her something really unique that she'll never forget. What a thoughtful idea to get someone a tombstone for their birthday. Oh, Never no, it's not that. a tombstone. Darius uh, uh, is looking to have like more and more like, what do you want to be done? Sir, I don't want a tombstone. I was hoping you could take a piece of marble and make like, like some barbells or something, you know? Something that she can, like, lift up. Every morning, she's stomping around with, like, a tree over her head. But what if she had, like, something nice? What if she didn't have to use some dusty old tree she found in the woods? Do you think you could make something like that for me? Hmm. So you're asking us to make a tombstone of barbells to be used as some exercise equipment of some sorts. I guess you could call it that. I'm, I'm gonna pay you. You know, you can get things like that at the Church of Kyrgyz. I believe that is standard equipment for any Kyrgites. Oh. I, you know, for some reason, I didn't think they'd, they'd have a nice one, though. I thought they'd just have just some regular old workout stuff. Well, I don't know what regular old workout stuff would be, but I would suggest you go there. And uh, if you're looking for tombstones or if you're looking to inter anyone or make sure they don't come back as undead, please come back at any time. Okay, I will, sir. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, yes. If it's that's, readily available, I'll just go all buy you, one. That's all you had to say, Hap. I, I, I didn't know you wanted weights. Well, I don't want, like, regular weights. Like, she can get regular weights anywhere. But where is she going to get, like, custom weights? weights that are, like, engraved and, like, look nice? And we can go to a sculptor. On it? What about a sculptor? Where are you going to find a sculptor, though? This, in, in the city At of Escadar? We found a sculptor right here. I was just looking for a sculptor. Well, they sculpt. They're more of a tombstone place. Rather... Skills are skills. He could make barbells. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's his jam. It doesn't seem like that's his jam or his jelly either. Neither. We should go to some place that has both jam and jelly. If you think you can find are a you sculptor hungry? for us, I'm Darius. Of course, I'm hungry. There's a fire burning in my tummy, and I just can't keep it quenched. Let's just go but to a first, sculptor. I want to get I want to get this for Alhara. If you think you can find a sculptor, let's go to a sculptor. Then. Sure. Steve, can we find a sculptor? You know, 
I'm just amazed sitting here thinking, you're walking around Escadar with someone who's six foot ten. Ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who probably weighs 400 pounds, 300 pounds of it is being muscle. Maybe you should have asked him where to find some workout equipment. <laughs> well, Rather than going to the Undertaker, she, but hey, you know. I understand she wants it to be fancy and... Kyrgyz maybe doesn't, the Church of Kyrgyz maybe doesn't sell it. Well, we can look there. Maybe they have high-end weights. I don't want high-end weights. You can, can easily find sculptors. Very good. Escobar. Excellent. So oh, okay. Let's talk no to a problem. sculptor. I'm not going to make you roleplay a sculptor, but I just want like like a chunk of marble. With a to be handle like, on it. With like a handle on it that she can like hold over her head. A and it kettlebell, nice. bell, if you like will. A kettlebell with like a, 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 a V, a Horovarus. Well, the, less uh, like initials. a kettlebell and more like a duffel bag of marble. Okay, a duffel bag of marble. It's sort of like getting a custom bowling ball for your birthday. Correct. Instead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. In fact, they can do a couple of different sizes and weights so she can mix up the exercises, no problem. And there they even you have go. different that would be great. different varieties of stone, if you wish. They have like no, I want them all marble. I don't know why, but that's Well, just I was gonna say like they have marble. In Alhara stone. You know, the thing with marble is it's a little soft. It's not the best stone oh. to use as a workout stone. because um, marble is uh, it can get brittle and break. I don't know why I know this, but I, I do. So it's about floors, because of floors. What's that? Yeah, because of floors. Um you know, you probably are looking for granite, or uh, that's probably a much better stone. You know, smooth, like the Flintstones. Yeah. Like they can, a smooth, they can colorful add, granite. Okay. They can, they can add, like, a dye to it. As long as it looks really pretty and elegant, because that's Ahara. Sure, they'll paint little flowers and butterflies on it. No. That's awesome. That's, oh, no, that's too much. It has well, to be when elegant. my birthday comes, buy those for me. Well, absolutely. Just like we did last year. You just, you love it every year. Every year, I love my butterfly and unicorn weights. Okay, but I'm not going to make you roleplay that. I thought roleplaying The Undertaker would be fun, you know? Because I was just trying to get information from him. But we don't need to roleplay a sculptor. So you you find that, no problem. Yeah, I'll commission uh, it. You commission it. You'll be able to have it done in six to eight weeks. I'm kidding. (laughs) It'll be six to eight months. I'm okay. kidding. I really It'll thought be... you were going to pull out the Undertaker, the wrestler. <laughs> oh no. Okay, no problem. And you'll be able to have it in time for the birthday. And then they look at Darius up and down. They're like, "Boy, is this uh, is this for you? These seem a little light for oh, someone of your stature." Therefore, they're for my sister. Hey, my strength score is one point lower. You're not there. You don't know that. I'm just saying. Well, he has he has bulky muscles. You I have do have bulky lean muscles. swimmers muscles. I got Darius, ropey before muscles. we head to the restaurant, I need to get one more thing real fast. Do you need to go to some sort of? I need to go to a tailor. A tailor? Uh oh. Do you need weights? Nope. I need some. I need a really nice outfit, size for a halfling. Uh, do we know a halfling? Uh, yep. Who? Oh, don't worry about it. You probably don't remember his name. I, All right, who Steve, are we talking about? I want to get some really nice town clothes for a halfling. Like, if you saw, like, a halfling wearing those clothes through town, you wouldn't think it's weird, but you'd be like, 
Man, the halfling's got some nice duds. I need. I want some of those clothes. All right. Well, halfling nice clothes is actually pretty easy because most halflings wear nice clothes. So oh, okay, there it, we go. it's it's that's like a no brainer. Well, so. I don't want them to look like halfling clothes. Like I don't want to be like stereotypically halfling clothes. Just nice clothes that are that size. That's what I want. Okay. Well, you can go to the kids store and get some clothes. Okay. I'll get. I'll. I'll get those. This is a weird episode. Sure, you go and get um. I don't know I where mean, we're going. I mean, you're letting with Lauren take stuff. the lead, so <laughs> I don't know. So where I'm gonna going. go to the. I'm gonna go to Undertaker to buy weights. I'm gonna buy a, a tuxedo for a halfling. It, it, <laughs> that's the fun thing about dealing with me is you can never tell where I'm going with something, but then that's it's the fun, fun to see where it ends out. Oh, it's sure. like a mystery. Sure, you yeah. go and as Steve is thinking, how much of this am I gonna have to cut? No, 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 no. He's going to love what I have to do with these clothes. Um, yeah, no. Um, you, you're able to find whatever you want, as long you know, whatever you want. Crushed velvet. Now, a hap wants to buy a, a hollowed out pumpkin full of frogs. Yep. No, no, hollowed out so- pumpkin full of frogs. No problem. I'm gonna get something that's not like really flashy, but it looks really nice. You know, but it doesn't draw a lot of attention, but it's nice. That's what I'm going to get. And I'm not going to make you describe it, or we don't have to go any further into it. I'm going to get that. You get that. That happens. Okay. Where to now, Hap? Uh, I guess. I guess lunch. And then we should probably... No, we, we probably should get it to go. We need to get back before Alhara does, so she doesn't suspect anything. We have everything in a bag. She won't see it. It's also not her birthday yet. We can wrap it and, we can wrap it and pre- make it presentable. But I told her I wasn't going into town. I took you to town. Yeah, and we don't need her to know that. What? It's okay. You fed the animals, you were late, then they went, and now, then you were ready, and I was ready. Okay. It's called right. different times. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. And plus, if she suspects anything, then she'll get the presents and forget everything. And say how sweet we are, especially when you give her tombstone weights, a weird halfling tuxedo. Oh, that's not for her. Oh, I don't... I don't know what you're planning on doing. This is this is a great mystery, and I cannot wait to see it. Yep. Okay. Where do you want to go for lunch? Um, let's go to. Oh, do you remember Smorgasbord? Let's go to Smorgasbord. I love Smorgasbord. Let's go there. I love that place. We're gonna Smorgas it up. All right. I guess that's I guess that's a good a good part for us for a minute. I am not GMing anymore. Lauren, you can be the GM. <laughs> what? Why are you making fun of me? I'm not. I'm like impressed. I'm like, this is better than I. Uh, you, 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 you take over. Do the next part too. I like this. I'm like, I'm actually a good GM. Thank you very I'm much. I'm actually listening. I'm like, wow, this is nice. Got a whole column about it and everything. That's like, I don't even have to do anything. This is great. I love it. I don't it. know I, if I, you I, I, remember. <laughs> I wrote like the most successful Pathfinder advice column that there was. Like, this is what I do. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, which... Oh, yeah, 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 the Dear Dova? Yeah, Dear Dova Queen. Oh, yeah, 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 I know that, I know. Um, cool. All right. Well, poor, uh, poor Otteron and Halhara, they're probably just going to, the, going to the gym and, uh... We're not going to the gym. Okay. We're going to the Temple of Kyrgyz, which is a gym. Oh, my mistake. It's like, we're not going to a gym, we're going to the gym. Big difference. And Atron is just going to get like 
frogs' legs and mosquito beaks and all these other little weird things. Yeah, and parts of a gravestone. Their concoctions, yes, parts of a gravestone. They're also there. And it's like, oh, Hap, what are you doing here? Oh, no! No, that doesn't happen. That would be funny, though. Um, yeah, Alhara, you know this place. You probably know a couple of people there because, you know, gym rats, they all know each other. So Alhara comes back and people are like, Alhara! And they're all like greeting her. They haven't seen her in a while. People you regularly worship with, they're all there. Oh, okay. Their salute is just flexing their biceps at each other. Flex, flex, Mm -hmm. flex. Flex, to, mm-hmm. I, flex flex is upon you, my sister. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. They, like, flex one arm and they bow. Yes. And then they all say to each other, do you lift? And also, oh, that's great. And also with you. Uh-huh. Do you lift? I do. Do you lift? <laughs> we hey. lift. Let us lift together. Let us lift together. I mean, the, the symbol of Kyrgyz is a flexed arm with, like, a big old bicep. So it makes sense that yeah. that would be the proper Kyrgyzian greeting. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Otteron and I are going to head over there. Uh, she's going to pile around with some of the old folks, uh, you know, that she hasn't talked to in a while. Uh, introduce Otteron to to each of them. Maybe try to get them to do some some weights or something. Come on, just oh, with that that oh. they're all like to Otteron. Do you lift? Do you lift? Do you lift, dude? You know, sometimes they throw in the dude, you know? So, uh, Atron, I'm sure, is completely comfortable in this environment. Nope. Atron stares awkwardly and says things like, Yes, with telekinesis. Oh, that's mind lifting. No, no, you gotta use them arms. Gotta use them legs. Yeah, no, the mind stuff, that's that's not here. You gotta, you gotta make physical muscles. You gotta get strong. Hey, now. Like, like feeling your like arms, Atron. They're like, oh, look at you. You're tall. You, you'd be great at this. Look at, look at their stature. Six foot six. Oh, they, they'd have an amazing physique if they just lifted a little. We'll, we'll come up with a schedule for you. Come, come with us. We'll, we'll start you off really light. What, what do you think, Tony? Like the, the forty pound weights? I think that's good, right? Otteron has that like weird look where they stare at their significant other when they're meeting their friends and it's just like staring at Alhara with this like weird thin lip smile like mm-hmm. Hey everyone, listen. They're awesome. They their skill is in magic and all of the strange things that bind the universe together. I think it's really neat. And you know, everyone has their own skill, just like not everyone's strong. Some people are fast, some people are dexterous. Otteron's very smart, and I don't know, I kind of like that about them. Mm, thank you. And it is not necessarily my power, it comes from a redeemed succubus who encourages redemption. There you go. <laughs> they like, they're like, oh, they're giving uh, Har a lot of winks when they hear that. They're like, mm, now we know why you like him, Har. I would not presume to mm. proselytize Nocticula, considering I am in the church of another deity, but... Um, we can all get along, and uh, I am sure that there are those who have seen strange bouts of strength and powerful uh, ability that sometimes do things that they do not mean to do, and such they can find redemption. See, it's all good. <laughs> yes. I imagine Artran is like, I do lift. I lift your mind. I lift hearts. No. 
So uh, anyway, I guess I will take my succubus worshipping joy friend and uh, we're going to go see the rest of the city. I don't know yet if I worship her, but I am appreciative of the power. Uh, Ataran's like slowly walking, looking a little confused with uh, Ahara to leave. Uh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, but Best I friends of the succubus. It's all good. Okay. I, I, I uh, don't know yet, um, but I'm trying to see if Kyrgyz and Articula are friends or not. I feel she like buys they... his calendars, but it's yeah. he just likes the pretty ones. <laughs> you know, they probably would be friends. It's like in one quarter you have really strong men and women, and others you have archers, athletes, entertainers, really strong jousters, sell swords, people. Well, it could be others. It could be anything. Dragons. Yeah. Werewolves. Especially because part of Nocticulous thing is um, artists and exiles. So since Kyrgyz has those entertainers, then they'd probably get along in that regard, at least. And then on the other hand, you have a succubus who does appreciate beauty in all forms, especially physical. So, man, this uh, this might be a match made in heaven. Oh, uh-huh. Match made somewhere. Yeah. Maybe not heaven. They are very um, strict about the rules and such in heaven. Perhaps Elysium yes. or Nirvana. I have heard stories of heaven. No, no, no. This is not the thing they would condone. <laughs> A ruler, no dick. <laughs> no! Whoa! What are you casting? <laughs> <Okay>. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey now! Oh! Nakit- Nakitula has subdomains of. Oh, that's one e. <laughs> some interesting. What? Some interesting. Uh, I- I'm really just excited to see what happens with worship of Nakitula and all the new uh, Lost Omen stuff, especially because um, the uh, Sorshin. The god, the uh, Lord of Lust, now worships her. So I think that I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah, they're best. Anyway, all right. Um, is there any place in town that you wanted to go to, Atron? I know you're not familiar with Escadar, but uh, I've lived here basically my whole life. No, I, I thought I would take a look around, and when you mentioned haunts, I thought that would be of interest. But it is good to spend time with you. Thanks. I, it's nice to spend time with you too. Oh, you know what? I have an idea. Hmm, it's not exactly legal, but do you trust me? Yes. It's a little dangerous, too, but I think we'll be okay. And I actually have uh, healing prepared, so uh, I am less worried than a late-night exploration of a bog. So, yes, this is fine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Come on, this way. And Alhara is going to lead Atron through various parts of town um, and they get to one area that's uh, fairly far inland. It's definitely the oldest part of the town and it's a strange mix of like older historic looking buildings and and newer buildings that are built up uh, and uh, she's sort of winding through them and there's one that's particularly tall um, and extraordinarily run down uh, as long as no one has messed with it in the year or so since they've been here. And uh, she says, there's a there's an old crack behind the fence, and we, can, we should be able to get in. 
and she's taking them around the side of, of the building to uh, to this place where like the fence is sort of falling over. There's like some ivy and stuff growing on it. Oh, okay, we, we, we can get in here, but just make sure the watch doesn't see you. So Atron will try to sneak on through as well. Once they get inside, she leads him to what must have once been like a grain silo or something like that. Um, and up the rickety staircase to the top and out into a splendid view of Escadar below and the waters beyond. Oh, this is quite nice. Did you come here before for privacy? Uh, oh, like, did I, with other people? Uh, no, to, like, be alone with your thoughts or oh, contemplate. Oh, alone with my, with my thoughts. Yes, I've come here with my thoughts before. Um, I just thought it was a really, you know romantic view of the city kind of a nice peaceful way of enjoying Escadar, not the hustle and bustle of all the streets I, th I thought you of all people might enjoy it yes um, in my time I often had difficulty finding um, privacy for reflection if I was not out gathering things so I can appreciate this thank you for um, sharing with me and Acheron will go in for a kiss Ohara accepts. Ooh. Probably holds on just a little, well, too long. Uh, Ataran is a little stiff bodily, but, you know, it enjoys the moment with Alhara. I'm not sure Aww. that this is the right moment to be using the word stiff in your body. Hey, now. I don't know. Seems pretty good to me. Uh, yeah, so Alhara just sort of pulls away just a bit. She's like, I thought I would enjoy the view with you. I didn't think I would enjoy quite so much. Oh, was this too soon? I thought this was a right moment. Considering she just stops you and kisses you again. And Atron continues. Now back to Smorgasborg, where uh, Darius is going up for his fifth helping, and the waitstaff is uh, going up to him and saying, uh, I think we're going to have to charge you for two. Because hmm. although it is a buffet and all you can eat, there actually is a limit to how much you can eat. So. Oh, please tell me the limits. I will I will buy two limits, please. Oh, in that case, then feel free to continue to gorge yourself, as that is what we're known here at Smorgasborg, is where you can gorge yourself on as much Borg as you want. I need as much Borg as possible. That's true, that's true. But uh, you are such a, a large man, and with such voracious appetites, we didn't expect you to eat uh, uh, half the buffet in one sitting. Oh, you know. My, he my, just Garfields it down. <laughs> my body is a, is a, is a, is a never-ending furnace of of, of hot man so my body's know. actually a furnace yeah see we're all just hot in our own ways so yeah whatever you need me to do that's fine that's fine thank you for understanding uh otherwise you could uh, put us out of business uh, uh but your friend there uh, she actually also can put it away i'm uh, wondering where it goes she's such a tiny little girl mm -hmm. no i'm not joking my body's a furnace yeah it, it goes to fuel her fire it's it's what we do do you want more uh, owl bears in a blanket? Oh, that sounds good. Now, just between, you know, just between those of us here in the group, I don't have anything else to do today until we get back to the circus. Okay. Okay, well, we could um, wrap up the Borg and the kissy face and go back to the circus where they are cleaning up. While you are having fun in town... The regular folk are 
picking up brambles, cutting down trees, flattening the land. Must be nice to be an adventurer. You know, I mean, sure, you have to deal with death and sickness and curses and, you know, all that. But, oh, ow, did you see this? I got a splinter. I got a splinter tearing down this little tree. I Ooh, tell you. I'm glad this is an Oregon Trail. I, man. Dysentery left and right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Escobar Trail. <laughs> All right, so we make it back okay? Yeah, it's an hour. Oh, sorry, it's a mile outside of town. Does anybody else have anything that they need to do today? Nope. Not Darius. Okay. Nope. All right, I need to do three things, and I think I can do two of them very quick. Um, All right, do the there... second thing first, the third thing nope, last, no, no, and the first they have thing to second. happen. They have to happen in a specific order. I'll do the quick two first, and the first. Someone's gonna to die, y'all. All right. Um, I want to write a letter. <laughs> the plot thickens, doesn't it? Um, but it's not a super interesting letter. The letter is going to say, "Hi, I got this for you. I thought maybe you got tired of being stuck in there all the time. So if you wanted to have something to wear, now you have something nice you can wear." And I'm going to take that letter, I'm going to take a huge plate of food, and I'm going to take the, my, my tiny clothes, and I'm going to sneak off into the forest. Okay. And Be our guest, eh? I'm going to approach the cave of the Bargast. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to go to the mouth of the cave and set the plate and a food and the clothes and the letter down. Okay. And then I'm going to back away from the cave. Okay, okay. And then I'm going to head back. Okay. What's the letter say? I said what it said. Okay. I missed you, it. Uh, you do that. You leave the letter, food, and clothes for the greater Bargast. Not Bargast, greater yes. Bargast. Talkek. Because he has a goblin form, and they're allowed to walk around. He might miss walking around town. Maybe Yatron needs to uh, set Hap straight, because uh, greater Bargists are uh, chaotic, evil, mutant fiends. So I don't believe in such things. I don't believe maybe, in alignments. Maybe. Too bad the Bargist does. I mean, <laughs> Pathfinder believes in alignments. I don't believe in alignments. Well, that's it's actually a good start. Um... You got the chaotic part in there, so who knows what will happen. Chaotic can go a lot of different ways. In Pathfinder 3E, I want my uh, ancestor to be Greater Bargast. Mm. Probably do that now. All right. I have my All new right. character idea when Atron passes. So that was two of my three things. The last thing I have to do is important. Uh, so nobody else says anything for today? All right. Um... I have to go find the professor. I have a few questions for my dad. Mm. Okay. Where is he? No, I know on the map, but like, you know, so he's by the campfire. Uh, he's hanging out with the other sideshow people trying to get together an idea of the axe. So one of the aspects that they have to do now is of course they have the regular sideshow people, but since the circus is getting bigger, and some of the, quote, lesser acts, like Axel or the Flamboni sisters, what he's organizing is that while the three rings are doing the main acts, the extra performers can do small side acts um, around the ring. 
you know that's how they clever. Eat. So while uh, you know how they used to do that with Barnum and Bailey's, that you have like little side of. Uh, I mean, we've done down. that. <laughs> yeah, but you do that like in the like in the aisles. You can have the Flamboni sisters doing some juggling, and you can have the dwarf throwers throw things. So this way, um, they are being used as they level out of the higher end um, um, circus. So with that, he is going through that with them, sort of building a repertoire for them, depending on how they're used for the show. And that's where you see him and find him. Hey, hey, Dad. Yes, Hap? Me and Darius just got back in town. I got a birthday present for Alhara. You know what's coming up, right? Mm. Yes, I, I do. Well, it's all right. I'll put both of our names on it. But be expecting a shipment from, like... A sculptor, I guess? I had him custom make some barbells for her. I think she'll love that. Mmm, that's a thoughtful gift. I think she'll enjoy that quite a bit, and she'll definitely get a lot of use of it, especially if you are traveling to places without trees to lift. Right? I'm so sick of watching her carry these trees all around. You remember that time, like, a big old grub fell out of it and hit her in the face? That was so funny. Ah, uh, yes, I, I heard about that. I'm sure... Many things have fallen out and hit her on the face over the years. She just is probably too embarrassed to tell you about them. Rude. Well, you look awful busy, but, well, can you, can you make some time tonight to talk to me? Uh, he's looking around kind of pensive, looking at you, and he's like, uh, sure, Hap, sure. All right, thanks, Dad. Let me know when you're ready, and I figured we could go into our cart and talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me uh, finish up what I'm doing here. Maybe we can talk tonight. Okay, thanks. And I'll go hang out with Darius until he's ready. Actually, I'm going to hang out with Riley. I don't want to hang out with Darius right now. I want to hang out with Riley. Riley. Riley the wolf dog. Yeah, he's special. Woof. Okay. You hang out with Riley the dog wolf. And you have lots of fun with Riley. And it gets dark. And then you can go back to the professor. After you finished your chores. And after all the bacon pans have been cleaned. That Darius, you would think. Actually, you can go do some character. As you walk in, you're like, that Darius. You'd think he would ever get bored of bacon. I think he's trying to figure out if he can kill and eat every animal in existence. And turn them into bacon. I feel like he's tried to. And like, I I think, I think I remember an apothecary somewhere saying that eating meat all the time, like just meat, is bad for you. Well, it seems to have worked for him. Look how big and strong he is. I'm sure he eats the uh, vegetables here and there. I'm sure Alhara sneaks it in when he's not You've looking. seen him eat everything. Everything. To be fair, Dad, I did just watch him eat an entire half of a buffet. You remember Smorgasbord? Yeah, you know those big old, those big aisles that they have of food? Yeah, he ate like half of it. I was so embarrassed. The manager came and asked us to buy another ticket for him. Who does that? Who eats that much? Mm, I wouldn't be surprised if he's banned next time you try to go in. That or they, what, like save a seat for him? My goodness. They might have to change their policy and charge by weight. 
Dad, do you remember when... Do you remember when I was real little and accidentally set the tent on fire? And that's when we learned that I have magic? Mm. I was expecting this. As what? I noticed that you... Uh, and he looks at your hair, and if you like, lift your hair up a little and flutter it around, it almost becomes flammable, like little flames coming from the tips of the ends of your hair. And you didn't really notice it before because your hair is short, but he says, I don't know if you noticed this, but it looks like there's aspects of your body that are exuding flames. And sure enough, like if he like pushes your hair, if you make your head go back and forth really quickly, it's sort of, you can't tell if it's real or an illusion, but like the tips of your hair sort of look like they're illuminated and on fire. It goes away instantly once you stop, but if you move very quickly, you can see fire emanate from your hair and the tips of your She'll, uh, she'll your grab like, like a clump of hair and like hold it in front of her like face and shake it. Oh my God, I've never, I, don't, I haven't, nobody's ever, has everybody seen this? Am I the only one who didn't know about this? No, this is new. I have never seen this before, but I imagine that all this adventuring has been bringing out stronger powers, things you haven't experienced before. And I expect this is not going to end. And Well, this is normal for a sorceress, right? Well, that's the thing, Hap. And he's like, come sit down over here. I, I need to talk to you and show you something. And he, like, brings you over, and there's, like, a, a drawer that you know has always been locked. And he, he takes out a key, and he unlocks it. And he says, considering everything you've been doing and the adventuring you've been going on, and now that you're almost 16, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk to this about... I'm almost 16? Yes, yes. And you knew you were 15, but I have an idea when you, uh, your birthday is. It's uh, very near Alhara's birthday, and when you came in with all that birthday accoutrements for Alhara, I figured this is something you probably need to know, especially if you're going to continue down this path that you've been going down, and if you're going to continue changing. He opens up the drawer, and inside you notice some notes and other knickknacks it looks like there's like a little cloth in there and it looks like there's a little bassinet and other items that you've never seen before so you see like stuff baby stuff and other baby like items that easily fit in this drawer because well they're baby items was that my stuff he says yes yes in fact I think it's time that I tell you what I know about your parentage. Because although I am your father and I love you very much, and I think of you as my daughter, you came I to us... I am your daughter, silly. Oh, well, you came to us with unusual circumstances. You're seeing about 16 years ago... Madam Dustlight came to me and told me that she managed to acquire a baby with an elementalist heritage. I'm not exactly sure where or how she 
acquired you, and I didn't ask, but she asked me to take care of you, hoping that you would mature in a few years and be added to the sideshow. I didn't know what to say about that, so I took you as my own, and I was happy to see, at least I thought at first, that she was wrong, and that you were nothing more than a feisty old human girl. But Madame Deslight, she was furious. She thought she got swindled over this whole deal. But I managed to save you from exile by putting you hard to work and taking care of the animals. So at least she got her money's worth from you by doing the labor that most people didn't want to do. And you seem to have a natural affinity to it. But then I noticed over the years that you do have some elemental powers in you and i was able to cover it up and hide it from mr stutz because she more or less forgot about it over the years which is one of the reasons why i wanted to run away because i felt if this continued down this path she could have done something horrible to you maybe forced me to start drugging you and putting you into the sideshow or something else more devious maybe she would even sell you as a slave or a freak of nature to some other monstrosity. Dad, you're scaring me. I know, but I feel that it is important for you to hear this so you know who you are and where you're coming from. The point being is that, from what I understand, you have some elementalist in you. What that means, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe you're just a regular old sorcerer. Maybe you've been dragon-touched. Maybe you have some gin in you. I really don't know, but obviously it's something powerful because regular sorcerers don't have the ability to have their hair set on fire or have the ability to put their hands in fire and not get burned. You saw that? Yes. You weren't supposed to see that. Oh, I've seen it more than once. You know how many times you've accidentally put your hand in fire and not even noticed? That's the thing. You didn't even know this was happening. Most people, they touch a hot plate and they scream or yell or they accidentally put their hand near the campfire. You don't even squirm. Sometimes your clothes would catch on fire and I have to put it out. You don't even seem to notice it. Of course I noticed that. Oh, gosh. The point being is that it's been approximately 16 years since you first appeared, and you were a tiny, tiny infant, maybe a few weeks old. So, I tell you what, if you want to celebrate your birthday while we have a little bit of downtime, we can do that if you want. Make a big deal of it. 16th birthday is a big deal for a young lady. If you I want, I could have my sweet 16. Yes, yes, and we can do it the same day as Alhara's or near Alhara's, whatever you want. Why don't we just... I don't want to take the spotlight away from Ahara. That doesn't... I don't want to do that. That's fair. That's nice. But let's figure out a day and let everyone know. And we'll just tell everyone that, although we're not 100% sure that we went through some history and we figured out that this is as close to your 16th birthday as as we expect it to be. Gosh, I'm so nervous. I don't know if I've ever had a, a birthday before. Well, we've done general celebrations, but just between you and me, because I, again, I was really trying to keep you down low. I really wanted to make sure Mr. Stusslight 
forgot about you as much as possible because who knows what she would have done because the second you started to show those powers she was going to make sure she got her money's worth i guarantee you that one way or another is she gonna come after me he looks at you very carefully and says i don't know hap i don't know she might it's a risk but you know what we're here to confront her once and for all I know that Alhara and Darius, they have unfinished business here as well. So I have a feeling we can't run from this for we can't run from her forever. We need to confront her once and for all. And considering the power that I see growing in all of you, now is as good a time as any. Wait, does that mean that she might know who my birth parents are? Again, I don't know where she got you from. But yes, she knows your true heritage. She knows where you came from. She just brought me to you, and I've taken care of you ever since. And you can have these materials, and you can now you see the baby materials in there. And don't really remember any of this stuff, but again, it kind of still seems familiar to you. He says, this is what you came in, and I've kept it here ever since. I was hoping maybe you can use this to track down your heritage. Maybe there's something special about your blanket or any of the clothes you came in. There wasn't much, but I kept it just in case. What do my magic eyes say about these items? That is interesting. Well, your magic eyes can tell that they all seem to have magic on them. Very small magic, but magic nonetheless. Dad, these... These are all very faintly magic. Yes, I I believe that they're actually fireproof. Everything here was designed to resist fire, and it has fire resistance on it. Which is why when you started to cast fire and be attracted to it, I wasn't so surprised, as we believe that you were a fire elementalist or taken from a fire elementalist family. Gosh, this is this is all kind of scary. What's going to happen to me? I mean, my hair's turning into fire. Well, it's going to be natural. This is what you are. Nothing about this is natural. Well, that's not true. I didn't see I didn't see Alhara's legs turn into logs. Yes, I didn't but, see Darius become bacon. Yes, but you see Otteron eating purple magic energy all the time, don't you? Yeah, they're weird. I mean, Otteron well, doesn't count. Well, guess what? Everyone's weird. You grew up in the circus. Come on, Hap. Weird is every day to you. This really shouldn't be yeah, so but unusual. They're weird even for circus folk, Dad. Come on. Don't act like you haven't noticed. Don't get me wrong. I love Atron. They're like they're like an uncle or an aunt to me. I'm not really sure. But I'm not gonna let's not sit here and deny it, okay? You know, everyone is weird to someone else. But look at you. You're a, a normal little girl. And so what? You you have a little bit of fire in your hair. You know how many people would kill to have that ability? Trust me. It might seem weird now, but in time, you're going to be the belle of the ball. Everyone's going to want to know you and see all these cool abilities. And sure... Maybe we can use that in your act or use that in the circus, but I I actually feel that you probably have a, 
a greater purpose in life and that you have come from some very powerful family, some very powerful beings, maybe not even of this world. I'm not sure. I've never seen anything like this. You remember that time when you were really little and I brought you to see those men and women and they did some testing on you and were talking to you about stuff? I mean, I vaguely remember like some hooded figures like standing around me, but that's about it. That was a long time ago. Yes. Well, one night when you were very little and you looked like you were just becoming a normal little girl, I snuck you away and brought you to an Arcanium nearby where they did some tests on you to see what magic tendencies you might have. And the results were very interesting. They were inconclusive. You had many magical auras around you, and you seemed to have an innate magical ability. But you were too young, and no one was able to figure out. But they knew one thing, is that you were not completely human. And that's as far as we were able to determine. But now that you're getting older, maybe you can talk to someone else. Maybe someone more learned than myself. Or even the old Arcanium. Maybe you can look and go to a larger city and see if they can help figure out your heritage. Which which Arcanium was that? Is it near? Yes, yes. There's uh, the local university here in Eskadar. I brought you to there. I would strongly recommend you don't go there now because Madame Deslight's going to have eyes all over the place. And I am guarantee that she knows you're in town. She also probably doesn't know the extent of your abilities and probably sees you as nothing more than a little girl who cleans up after animals. So I would keep that secret, at least for now. Well, after the show, everybody's going to know. Mm, you make a good point. Maybe you shouldn't perform. Should I sit this one out? Yes, maybe Maybe you can help me in the backstage. We definitely need helps with the pyrotechnics. I think it might be best that you sit this one out. Wait, just not wait, to... Riley's ready. Riley could do the show for me. Hmm. Perhaps you can speak with him, correct? Yes. Oh, and Bardolph too. Honestly, if I focus really, really hard, I can talk to, I can talk to any of them. Hmm. That might be a good idea. Well, why don't you work with Bardolph and Riley over the next week and a half and see if you can put together an act. But I think you should really stay on the side and try not to show off your abilities too much, especially in town in front of others whenever possible. And especially at the circus. I'm really glad you said that because in Aberton, like we used, we used my fire to attract crowds. It sounds like this would attract the wrong kind of attention. Yes, that's why I wanted to talk to you sooner than later. I'm glad you came to me because I wasn't quite sure how to broach this topic. But I felt now that we're in Escadar and now that I see that you can't contain your fire abilities, if anything, you seem to be exuding them with or without your knowledge that... We need to take steps to make sure that you stay under her radar, at least for a little while until we fully know what's going on. As I... Oh, maybe we could send someone to bring a scholar from the Arcanium here. Hmm, I can try that. I was saying that I did put some feelers out, 
and it seems like even for Madame Dustlight, she's been acting a bit odd lately, but not in a good way. It seems like her power has only grown. It seems like she's become even more powerful since the last time we've left, and with that comes greater risk, so we have to be very careful. She's dangerous enough. We definitely don't need that. Yes, but I have a feeling that a little bit of competition is going to bring out mm, both the good and the bad from Madame Dustlight. We'll be able to maybe unearth some of her secrets as I feel that she's able to keep so many of them underground and hidden from most folk because she doesn't have any rivals. So I felt that this was probably the best time as any to, well, confront her. What's our plan here? Are we going to try to stay in Eskadar? No, no. Eventually, we'll have to move on. But as you know, this is the largest town in the Isle of Erend. I imagine after a few performances and you increase your renown, perhaps go to one of the larger cities, such as Dobel, or maybe even Absalom itself. Who knows? That'd be nice. And with all this, I'm kind of scared. I kind of can't wait to get out of Eskadar again. Yes, yes. Do you have any other questions, Hap? I imagine you want to think about this a bit. And I imagine this is both surprising, but yet not surprising. You, you, you've obviously known this about yourself for quite some time. And I wanted to make sure that you understood that what's happening to you, I'm not sure myself. But there are answers, and they can be found out there. I just hope somebody has seen this before. Well, again, strangely, as you become more powerful and more abilities emerge, it will become easier for those to determine what your official heritage is, where you've come from, who your parents might even be. Wouldn't that be exciting? I already know who my parent is, and I say quality over quantity, right? <laughs> sure, Hap, sure. I do have a million questions, but I have zero words to frame them, so I guess thanks for, thanks for talking to me. Sure, Hap, sure. Let's go, uh... Let's go find uh, Riley and Bart off. Maybe you can start a little training tonight, or at least... You should probably make sure that they get along well, since they're going to be working together so closely. That's a good idea. Thanks, Dad. And I'll give them a big ol' hug. Mm. This podcast has two different kind, three different kinds of love in it. The love between a parent and their child, the love between lovers, and the love between a man and his plate of bacon. What about pets? I know, about pets. What about the uh -huh. love between animals? Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, I didn't mention bacon this whole episode. Only you guys did. That's also the love of a greater Bargus being given a disguise so they can sneak yes. into your circus and kidnap people that are attending. A greater Bargest will love to be insulted by having tiny clothes given to him. <laughs> greater Bargus can turn greater invisibility and steal everyone away and you wouldn't even know it. So what you're saying is we're in trouble. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't want to be invisible. Maybe he wants to rock around and say hello to people. The real question is, do you think that the three of us, Sans Hap, can kill the Greater Bargast? No. No. Oh. <laughs> if you all roll critical. 
I'm hoping the Greater Bargus decides not to be violent until we're a couple levels higher. That would help. Hap is very naive. He's just misunderstood, and he's grumpy, and you know. And, 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 yeah, the Bargus is chaotic, grumpy, not chaotic evil. Yeah, Got he's it. just he's misunderstood. He's been abused. He's got a lot of trauma, you know. And he just needs somebody to show him a little bit of love, you know, just like any of us. You might be right. You might be right. And you know, the wolves that we slaughtered probably did show them some love, and now we showed Riley some love, and look how well that's turned out. We showed you some love, and look how well you've turned out. Uh, Atron is not a bar guest. Atron. Greater or lesser. Otteron doesn't... Yeah, he's bigger. They don't hesitate to let us know that they're from, like, an evil culture and all the people there are monsters. But Otteron's not a monster because they were showing a little bit of love. And now they're part of the family. Not all of them, just some of them. Look at that, we finally got some background on Hap. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay. Yay. She's going to turn into a fiery monster and kill everyone. Yay. We were given more questions and answers. That's good, though. That's good storytelling. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to check for traps.